As of Wednesday, the average price of tickets sold on StubHub was 8,600. That's the average price. So if you take the average price, 8,600 times that by the amount of seats in the stadium, 65,000. Oh yeah, she can totally afford it. Yeah, she can afford- <laughs> totally afford it. Okay. She buy the whole thing. And she'd still have $400 million in change. Um, she could build her own stadium and host the Super Bowl. <laughs> and still That's have, crazy like, how much money she has. Think about that for a second. That's ha- like <laughs> half of her net worth. She can rent out the entire Super Bowl. Yeah, that's crazy. Four score and three years ago, construction in South Dakota finished on Mount Rushmore depicting the four former U.S. presidents. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and Abe Lincoln. Today, we create our own Mount Rushmore on the topic Super Bowl 58. So the big question is, What's your Rushmore? I'm your host, Troy, and joining me today are two absolutely, tremendously awesome people. Uh, we have Dan, who's kind of been uh, regular on the podcast, uh, a.k.a. Hello. Dan Bulldore. Hello, Dan. Hello. And we have someone that's been on one episode before, good friend of mine. We got Jen with two N's. Hello, Jen. <laughs> Hello. Jen was on what episode were you on, Jen? We did the turtle episode. Oh, that's right. That was a great one. I forgot about that episode. Go check that episode out. I forget if I had a turtle tattoo before that or if I got my turtle tattoo after that podcast. I don't I remember. I think it was after. It might have been after. Yeah. But we're talking about Super Bowl 58 in Roman numerals. That is L-V-I-I-I. <laughs> Man knows his Roman numerals. Um, I'm going to be honest with everyone. I had to look it up because I <laughs> didn't. I forgot if if the V is 10, but that's an X. So, but I just, I, I needed to make sure, so I looked it up. Uh, but, yeah, we have 49ers at Chiefs. So, Chiefs is considered the home team. It's in Vegas this year. Uh, Jen here is actually a 49ers fan, so we I'm like, we need to have you on the podcast to talk some, talk about some, some foosball and some sport ball some you know? sport ball uh so are are you excited jen are you are you looking forward to this one i'm just really nervous to be honest um i think it's a rematch there's high expectations so i'm just really nervous that's fair yeah i am definitely rooting for the 49ers like i do not want the chiefs to win <laughs> like i I you just I feel like I can't America. I just can't stand like I I like Patrick Mahomes. Like I like and I like Andy Reid. Um Travis Kelsey's alright is kinda cool. I'm just talking about picks, but 
but besides it. that, like I don't I mean I don't really like I don't like the Chiefs as like a as a team. I can't stand them, you know. You're I don't telling want them to me. Win. <laughs> so so yeah. Also non-related to to football at all, but I feel like I need to do a public service announcement. Um Ooh. here here in Ohio, you're not required to have a front license plate. But I feel if you drive for Uber or Lyft, like, please get a front license plate because <laughs> it's tough to see. Like, you can't see. Like, you know how on, on the app, like, it will say, oh, your driver, so-and-so, license plate number, ba da 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 pulling up in this car. But sometimes that car might be a very popular car that, like, a bunch of people have. And it's very awkward to like have to walk to the back of the car to see the license plate. Anyways, that's just my public service announcement. Just want to get that off my chest. Um, why, why now? Why? Why in the beginning of a Super Bowl talk, Rushmore? What? Are you, what? Because I'm so confused. because it just happened to me like a week ago. You just had one bad experience with. Well, no, because the the, the guy drove plate. off. He's like, it was a, it was like a Toyota. It was like a gray Toyota, and I was in the. It was cold outside. It was like I don't know, twenty degrees. Yeah. And I'm looking for this car, and I could I, none of the none of the the license plate, uh, none of the cars have front license plate. So I I, I had to kept on like awkwardly, walk and try to find the back. And he, he must have drove past me at some point. And he's like, oh, I'm waiting. I'm like, I don't see you. <laughs> he's like, and then he just canceled the, he canceled the Uber. And I had to wait what? another 10 minutes. How dare. Right? So, yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm sorry. I, I just needed to, <laughs> needed to talk this about. Is, this is your platform. This is male exactly. therapy. Exactly. Uh, okay, that, well, that felt good. Anyways, let's talk about some football, <laughs> yeah? Um, yes. Uh, so, so, yeah, Dan and I don't have really a horse in the race here, but Jen does, and we're just, like, two sad Bengal and Bills fans. Um, I'm going to be working during the Super Bowl, so that's that's cool. I'm, I'm probably going to play the SpongeBob... Uh, or the Nickelodeon uh, one on the TV, the Nickelodeon broadcast. I think yeah. that one's going to be the better stream, honestly. I do too. I feel like it's going to be more <laughs> fun than whatever uh, whoever hosts whoever's doing the Super Bowl this year. Who's? Uh, yeah, I was, I was going to ask that. Do we know who the announcers are? If I'm it's not it Tony Romo, I'd be confused. But it's probably Joe Buck. Um. Now, are these wait. picks? That's the real question. You can you can pick these people. Ooh. CBS. Wait. Okay. CBS lead broadcast team of Jim Nance, Tony Romo. Uh, yeah. It's our boy Jim and Tony Romo. Oh my gosh. I'm surprised. I guess I'm not too surprised. People, people like Tony Romo as an announcer. I do. 
I think he's Dude, okay. He's a Josh Allen. He's a Josh Allen believer. I got a lot. I like. Um, I don't even care. He played for the Cowboys. Um, I forget his name. Doesn't matter. Okay, so if you never listened to an episode of What's Your Rushmore, what are you doing? Go ahead, check out the archive of content. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify. Uh, some of them are going on my YouTube channel at uh, TAC1421Games, where you can also see me, when I was a lot younger, do Minecraft and Pokemon stuff. So, but that's not, not neither here or there. Uh, yeah, we are, I forgot to mention, this is episode 45. Would have been kind of cool if it was episode 58, because then, like, Super Bowl 58. And we're recording this on February 8th. 2024 so a couple days before the super bowl um but yeah if you've never listened to an episode essentially mount rushmore in south dakota has four presidents on there so we are essentially creating our own mount rushmore on in this case super bowl 58 kind of predictions and yeah we we each go in an order a snake draft and pick our Pick our players or announcers or Nickelodeon characters or whatever, and and oh, man, uh, I didn't know those guys were on the table. And then plop them up on on the Rushmore, and once someone picks something, it's gone. It's yours for the taking. You, no one else can have it. So that's why we we have an order here, and and uh, this is not to, anarchy. To determine the order. Dan has a question, I believe, right? I do. I somehow came prepared to this one, somehow. But before we ask that question, Jen, do you have an episode that you want to shout out, that you that you really liked, that you want to be like, hey, go check this episode out? Maybe the turtle one with with the three of us? Turtle I feel like I'm fun. biased since I was on that episode, but sure, listen to the turtle podcast. I will say last podcast episode 44 we drafted balls and it was it's really funny like it's a funny episode it's a wild wild one it's a wild episode it's crazy i've never laughed so hard in my last like i'm gonna have to listen to that five five years or so i i was i was dying on one of dan's picks um i'm glad i could uh entertain you and just you no one else (laughs) <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, okay, Dan, go take it away. We'll let we'll yeah. let Jen we'll let let uh, Jen try to answer first. Yeah. If she gets it wrong, then I will an- try to answer. If I get it wrong, then y- you get to pick the order. Yes. So, uh, the Super Bowl this year is at Allegiant Stadium, also known as the Death Star in Vegas. Um. And you can imagine it's the it's the Super Bowl. There are going to be an absolutely just massive amount of people going. But the real question I have for you guys is how many seats are there in Allegiant Stadium? Oh boy. Uh we will go uh instead of multiple choice, we will do uh, let's do prices right uh, closest. What uh, can't go over? 
and but then you don't have it you don't have a chance to, to, to i mean to... i'm not that's fine whoever gets closer i am fine with just forfeiting and okay. y'all can have it so i would uh yeah uh, jen would you like to go first this, this is, is so embarrassing i have jen, no idea you... what a state holds <laughs> Would you rather, would you rather me, I feel like the advantage is on the person that goes second. Uh, because totally. just, so like, I'm Go fine one with, over, one under. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with all attempt to set the line and you could, if, 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 if yeah. you want, and, and if you want to just say over under that. Sure. If you're okay. willing to do that, I'll take that. Okay. Oh, this is this is this is tough. Um, so my thought process here is most baseball stadiums. So hockey arenas hold about eighteen thousand. Uh, most baseball stadiums hold about forty-five thousand. So it's clearly more than this, that. This is a football I would stadium. Imagine. This, yeah, this is a football stadium, and it's brand this, new. This is a football stadium. So. Um. I know that the Cowboys stadium holded like a hundred thousand or something ridiculous. I don't think it's that high. I don't think, I don't think Vegas stadium is that high. Um, I'm going to go, Hmm. I'm gonna go with 69,000. 69,000. Okay. Yeah. It's my number. Actually, no, I'm going to go with 69,420, Bob. 420. Damn. Okay. That is a, that is, that is a good, that is a good choice. Uh, I forget if it, I, for Price is Right, do I tell you if you went over or not? No, 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 no. So now, now or Jen has the Jen? ability basically to guess sixty nine thousand four hundred nineteen or sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty one. And if you guys are both over, we will reset and. That's true. That's true. If if it's if we're both over, oh, I don't know. Then yeah, you, you might, then you, you, might be then you win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll play it that way. I guess if I was gonna start, I was just gonna guess forty five thousand. That was my guess, um, not knowing mm-hmm. anything about stadiums and their capacities. Well, um, I guess I guess it would be smart for Jen just to say zero if she thinks it's over. Well, but. I was just gonna guess. What I, like I could just do over or under, right? So I, if I just did under, so anything under your number. Yeah, but then would. you might be over the. Oh, I'd still be over. Well, if oh, I see what you're saying. I don't yeah, know yeah. How to explain it. <laughs> oh no, no, I I get it. I know. It, it is currently. You've been trying to explain those betting rules to me, we, and I still don't understand the over under. <laughs> we started this podcast at uh, on February eighth. It is currently now February 9th for me. Um, so, so I'm a little tired. What do you What do you think, Jen? Is it you think it's less than that or more than that? I mean, it is Vegas. Um, I'll just go under. I'll guess under. Okay. How far under? If you had to guess, what would you what would you say? Oh, okay. if I was to start the number, um, yeah. You guess sixty nine. Um, <laughs> sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty. I'll go with fifty nine thousand then. Fifty nine thousand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, this stadium 
when it is hosting an NFL game, can fit 65,000 oh. players. Oh, dang. Yeah, it is ex- so currently ex- it, it is expandable to 71,835 seats. What? Uh, for special events. This is a special event. No, this is this is the this is an NFL event. <laughs> Doesn't get any much any special so, more special than this event. Than the Super Bowl. <laughs> but what so event is makes, more special than this? Like like know, just the maybe just the does. the Pope getting uh whatever the process is? Taylor Swift actually performs at an NFL event? Question mark? <laughs> Alright. Well I guess just, yeah. there's a gray area there. Be, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm let Jen. To I'm gonna Jen. let Jen have this one, but I, I feel I'm it's a little rigged. I feel, it's I feel a little rigged right now. I don't, I'm, nope, not at all. I think they can Jen, fit another five thousand people in that stadium, like standing room only, and you got the, the crew can fit and another stuff. Four thousand four hundred and twenty people. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. All right, Jen. What, what do you want the order to be? Hi. Um, I think I'm going to go third since now I understand how a snake draft works. <laughs> yes. You go third and um, fourth. Yeah. I'll go third and then Troy can go first and then Dan can go second. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate I've, that. This is, this is what I've expected. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of pressure on me to make this first pick now because it's going to, it's a long time. There's a lot of, there's a lot of players, announcers, Nickelodeon characters that can be picked before it gets back to me. Um, okay, cool. So it's going to be Troy, Dan, Jen. And we're going to get to the first round and more shenanigans right after this break. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Let's get this over with. One, two, three, four. The Wikipedia page is pretty extensive. It tells you uh, what kind of grass the stadium is. Uh, it also tells you uh, how many parking spots the stadium has. I heard there's like no, like the only parking lot is like two miles away. That's what I've heard. Is that true? 
there is two, there are 2,700 parking spots directly surrounding the stadium and 6,000 okay. in proximity to it. So that is probably the the, the two miles away. Well, there are if you're going to the stadium, of... if you're going to the stadium, I hope you uh, hope your Uber has a front license plate. <laughs> or just you know just get in a car, sir dominance. Yeah, or walk, or parachute. <laughs> yeah, honestly, just on take or take the Free tram. Fall. I know. Free I fall. know. Allegiant Stadium is literally connected to uh, the the train, the tram system in Vegas. Yeah, which is insane. I love I love Vegas. So if you want, right, let's get rolling. Vegas, let's get let's get rolling here. I'm gonna leave this all in. That was a good discussion that we had about parking spaces. Um, <laughs> so we're back, and it is round one. I guess it's it's up to me. To make the uh, the first pick, so, so also you say sixty five thousand people. How many beers do you think are going to be sold? Like That's the real beers question. total, or yeah. Oh God, because um, you, you, I would have to imagine that a good, I want to say a good like seventy to eighty percent of the people are probably of age. Do you think that's too high? Uh, no, I would assume most I people like going pretty are pretty reasonable, right? And yeah. especially since, like, um, like if, if we're not counting like some of the open bars that would be open in like the suites, yeah. Hmm. Like, yes, not like, everyone drinks, but I'm. I not mean, everyone drinks, but if you assume everyone is there, and if you assume everyone averages at least two, two. <laughs> three. Yeah. Well, because the the reason I would say uh, two is probably the closer answer is because I know a lot of stadiums do impose a like drink cap. That's hard. Not to... In, I don't think Vegas does that. I don't. I don't know. Like I, I I've been to. I've been. They to encourage. Events. They like you walk through the door and and they're like drink. They literally hand people beer. For they, they, it's it is Vegas. They do give it's you Vegas. free booze. They give you booze for just existing. So yeah, fair enough. Okay, so, yeah, all right. I mean, let's let's get let's get rolling here. Let's let's go. Let's do this. Let's go. Um, oh, I have on. the okay. first pick, and yeah, we, yeah, you do. And there, oh, man, I know if I don't pick, there's two people I I want it I want to have, and I know if I don't pick the other one, whichever one I don't pick, get, I know is gonna get picked. <laughs> so it's tough for me to decide which one I want to go with. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I'm going to go with George Kittle as my first pick. Um, George Kittle, he's my favorite player on either team. Number 85, tight end. He is... um, It feels like he's been in the NFL longer than he actually has. Uh, On his site here, it says that he's been in the, the league for seven years, seven seasons. But it just feels like he's been... It feels like more like 10 or like somewhere in the range of like 8 to 12, I guess. Yeah, so. I I I actually agree with that. It feels like he's been around for a, a long time. Has he only played in uh SF? Yes. Or so that's been his only team. So he was draft he was drafted by the 49ers and he's been there the entire time. Yeah, he went to Iowa, it looks like. It also doesn't say on here how old he is, which is kind of annoying because I want to know that information. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Wikipedia says he's 30. Okay. Makes sense. So he's my age. That's cool. Kind of. Makes me feel I, young. I, I, I keep <laughs> forgetting that I just turned, like, my I just had a birthday. <laughs> just, oh, it's, you're it's, 31. I'm 31 now. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, he's only had, it feels like more, but he's only had 37 touchdowns in his career. Which I just Total? like assumed that he had more. Yeah. What? I would have I would have thought this man at least has more touchdowns than Josh Allen gets in a season. Well, to be yeah. fair, I think the next <laughs> bad years though. He's Has it been uh, in bad years. What? One of the crazy things though, he only has four fumbles, and only two in his entire career, and only two of them oh. were lost. So he only has. Which is kind of crazy, because um, he he really goes for y- like yards after the after the catch, right? I mean, a lot of a lot of the 49ers offense, like that's kind of like what they're built on is like yards after catch and and getting people in like creative yeah. openings, right? And then have them run for more yards. But he really fights for at like every yard, you know. So I'm surprised that he's only had four fumbles in his career. Um, yeah, but I, I'm I'm kind of shocked that he only has 37 touchdowns. He's only had six this year, and last year he had 11, which is he had a really good year last year. I feel this isn't this is not including playoffs though. Um, but yeah, I just, just regular season, right? Yeah, yeah. So like the reason that I I picked him that I'm picking him number one. Um, he's the captain on the team. I feel like he has a lot of energy. Uh, like, like he brings a lot of energy, right? He's just, he's such an important player. Even when he's not getting receptions, he's still like a very good blocker. Uh, he's like an energy guy. I'm pretty sure he's going to be the one calling the coin toss. So that's another thing that's pretty important um, because he's one of the captains and the away team is the one that calls the toss. Yes. And I feel like so he'll he's be the, the most reason you... tenured captain. He's been six years. This is his sixth season as a captain. That's also crazy too. He's been in the league for seven years and this he's is his sixth six time being a sixth year being a captain. Like that just Come shows on, rookie, does his rookie season and then he's just like, yeah, we like yeah. I mean, that just like shows how like good of a teammate he is, right? Yeah. Um, and fans, fans and for and the 49ers fans like love him, right? I mean, Jen, yeah. I mean, I'll let you talk about about him a little bit. Like, what are your thoughts on George Kittle? No, I agree. I just feel like he's just so positive, even during the Lions game when we were down 17 points, you know, like, I think he was just like, we're, I'm going to talk about how they almost had us. Like he was just so positive. And I think that energy is infectious. He could have been down in the dumps of, Oh, we're down 17. We're not going to make it. Um, of just having that positivity. I think I'm sure in the locker room, his positivity just helped turn it around. 100%. I agree. Dan, your thoughts on good old George Kittle? Like the pick, like the man. Good choice. 
He's yeah. never played like... a full season. I'm just noticing. He's always been um, injured, right? He always gets randomly. He's injured, always right? had. Yeah, he's always had. Because there's there's 17 games now, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. you play play 17. Uh, there's 18, 18 weeks. weeks. Got it. So he played 16 this year, so he missed one game. And then, oh no, he played all the games in 2018. He played 16 games, and that was still only a uh, 17 week season, 16 game season. So never mind. But he missed he missed half the season in 2020. Well, actually, I don't really know how 2020 worked. No, they they did the full year in 2020. Wait, no. The, I forget. Whatever. It doesn't matter. In 2020? They did the yeah. whole year. I mean, I know, I know some games got pushed. They yeah. got moved around, but I think everyone played at least 17 games, unlike last year. Unlike last year. <laughs> Where the Bills and the Bengals only played... 16. 16. Rigged. Um, 16 and, what, a quarter? <laughs> all three of us, now that I, I remember, all three of us were watching that game together. Uh... When that happened, <laughs> yeah, I mean, aren't uh, actually we could probably find out who won the uh, comeback player of the year. Oh, I think no. honor honors are going on right now, or they just finished or something it, like that. Yeah, it's all posted online. Um... For my second pick, I'm picking <laughs> uh, Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Demar, Demar Hamlin. Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he did he win comeback player? Because like this was probably the. He did win? He did not. Oh, wow. Did Flacco did, um, get it? Did Flacco then? He did. That's crazy. Wow. Insane. Yeah. Well, so I mean, this he year... Did, he did deserve it. This year, I think, was the biggest... um, Like, toss-up. Like, where there was, like, two clear players that could have got it. And I don't think either one's, like, a wrong answer. Um... The other year that that happened was when it was Peyton Manning and Adrian Peterson. I forget which year it was, but they both came back from like pretty crazy injuries. I think Peyton Manning had like a neck injury or something, and Adrian Peterson had a, I think it was like an ACL injury, <laughs> um, and they they were number one and two for the MVP that year. So one of them got MVP and the other one got pl- comeback player of the year which is just like insane but like besides that comeback player of the year um i think this one was like the one where it's like wow i think either guy can get it and and would deserve it cuz it's like yeah i think they're it makes sense all right we have anything more to talk about about uh george kittle i hope he gets a touchdown yeah that'd be cool yeah anytime so I, I, he only had six touchdowns this year. I think there was one game where he had like three in one game. Um, I forget I, if I remember correctly. I guess I can. I look think there was. There. I can't remember the game, but I, I think you're right. I think it has it here. Yeah, it was against the Cowboys, Week Five. Huh. He had only 67 yards, but three touchdowns. Damn. Yeah. And he was wearing that uh, fuck the Cowboys shirt or whatever that was. <laughs> remember? I remember that. <laughs> that was so yeah. good. So on my Rushmore, I'm going to have him in that shirt. Um, fuck the Cowboys shirt. 
all the Zeiss ads that we see in the bay. Huh? Uh, Kittle's on a bunch of the, like, he's wearing, like, he does, like, a glasses deal here in the bay for, like, Zeiss or... Oh, yeah, I've seen him I wear I whatever brand it is. Yeah, yeah. sure. He'll you're, be not wearing... gonna, you're not going to do, not gonna he'll, do that, he'll be wearing. He'll be wearing those glasses as well. But I want to okay. have him doing his, like, little first down celebration that he does. You guys know what I'm talking about. You've seen it happen. I I approve of this. So that's my that's my first pick. I'm gonna have it in the one slot. All right. So now it is Dan's turn. Yes. For me, my first pick. I mean, if if you listen to the last last episode, or yeah, the last time I was on for the Super Bowl, um, it was uh, what <laughs> L.A. and KC last time. It was, what was Eagles. Last year? What was last year? Were you not on last year's? Oh yeah, it was Eagles. It was Eagles KC and KC won, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 And I, I had a, I went down a fun path on mine, so I'm gonna do a similar one this year. Okay. Where for my first pick, I'm taking the man, the myth, the legend, Andy Reid. Good pick. I'm taking Andy Reid, the head coach. Um, honestly, I just, I really respect him. I, I really respect what. Andy Reid has done for the Chiefs and the organization. Um, man is an absolute legend. Um, I, I wish him and the Chiefs all the best luck losing to the 49ers um, <laughs> and to the Bills uh, all like three times. The Bills are going to have to freaking play the Chiefs two or three times. And every year they make the Bills play the Chiefs. Yeah, it's no fun. In regular season and postseason. Just happens. Yeah, honestly, yeah, Andy Reid. N- n- nothing more to say. Man- man's already a legend. Get the man some nuggies. Yeah, he's he's a great coach. Like, I feel like there's some coaches around the league where I'm just like, Kit, I really wish this guy was my head coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, and uh... I feel like Andy Reid is is that coach where I'm like, if this man was the Bills head coach, uh, I don't. I feel like the script would have been flipped between KC and the Bills, but because they're both very, both teams are very good. But I mean, the Chiefs just keep on winning, and I think it's I think it's what Andy Reid has done, um, along with the rest of his coaching staff. He's been the head coach of the Chiefs for eleven eleven years. Apparently. It's been that long. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't like it doesn't feel like that long ago when he was the Eagles coach. Did he? Uh, did Andy Reid get released by the Eagles? Or did I he think he... it was a mutual one of those like mutual like we're gonna go a different direction type of thing. Uh, one of the I mean that the Eagles do do that that is their strategy of just like well this ain't working like doesn't work once and they're gone yeah um so i don't i don't blame them if they just went yep we're he was in the eagles organization for 14 seasons Jeez. yeah i know he's he's coached in six super bowls and 13 championship games eight, eight eight in the nfc uh so that would have been eagles and then so eight nfc eagle championship 
uh, games and five with the with the Chiefs. So I'm I'm reading his biography right now. And, and three, honestly, I think three rings. I think the one no, not, stat... not three rings. He has three NFL Coach of the Year titles. Does he? Okay. Two? Does he yeah. have does he have two so, Super Bowl rings? He's got three. Three time Super Bowl champion. Uh he won with the Eagles. I don't think he did. Yeah. Uh no. So he beat the Eagles. I don't think he did with the Eagles. Cause he beat No. I'm just reading it right now. Uh, this is this is a great podcast episode. By this the way, this is a phenomenal. Uh, Jen, what do you think about Andy Reid? Yeah, as we read, <laughs> I don't really know much about him. I just know what he won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. He won one with the Chiefs, and then I think for him to win one against his former team last year seems pretty solid to me. I don't think he won with the. I don't think he won with the Eagles. I think you're both wrong. Just yeah, Reed is a three-time Super Bowl champion. In 2019, his squad beat the San Francisco 49ers 31 to 20. Just three seasons later, in 2022, he led his team uh, 38 or yeah 38 35 over the Eagles. Um, oh. But it doesn't say That's what two. how we how we how we won the other one. That's the thing. He said it won. He won it three times, but. But you're saying if he was on the Eagles for he wasn't coaching the Eagles for, back what, 13 when they years, won. he must have. He must so they have must have the won staff. that Nick Foles year. Yeah. But he must. But maybe no, not no. his coach, I guess. But he, he might he might have been like an staff? assistant coach or something on a team that won. Yeah. But as a head coach, he only has two Super Bowl rings. Okay. Yeah. From the as look far of it, as, as I a know. head coach. Because he he but did not. That's that's one of the reasons why he left the Eagles was because they they kept on going to the NFC Championship and they went to some Super Bowls, but they couldn't win. But I guess that's still a flex, though, to not be made head coach of the team you were on, and then to leave, become head coach, and then beat your former team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is a. That's the one thing I, I forgot. I remember when I moved here okay. in 2019. I found it. Andy Reid has won three Super Bowl titles, two as head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, and one as an assistant coach for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, so it wasn't the Eagles. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, hmm. Yeah, it was definitely... I knew that. I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself a pat on the back right now. <laughs> um, cool. I, I, like, I do like the pick. I, I, again, um, I mean, we might talk about the other coach... Uh, on another pick, know. find out. But I think both coaches are amazing coaches. Um, I mean, I, I like the Bengals coach, but part of me feels like the Bengals would be better if they had either of these two coaches. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, Dan, what are you going to do with your rushy more? I, I. I'm going to put Andy Reid at the George Washington spot with just his, like, basically, he, like, he's got a mugshot on the NFL website, basically. And I want that, that man just there with the, uh, I want, I want him in the, uh, the, the, the snowball game that he just did against the Dolphins, just like frozen. What do you That's think the odds are of Andy Reid? 
calling an onside kick in this game. Depends. Are they down by one or two? Well, no. Okay, so like in a non-fourth quarter comeback situation where they need an onside kick, like do you think he will call? I, I feel if there's a prop bet, I would bet the over on like point five. Um and I don't think it's gonna be in the fourth well, like I don't think it's gonna be in the fourth quarter. I think there's gonna be an onside kick before sometime the in the first three quarters. I would assume that he would probably do a trick play somewhere in there. I don't know if he would do an onside. I think I feel like it would be a um a fake punt or a fake uh hmm. Extra point or not? Fake, They're really good with fake, laterals too. Goal. They do a lot of lateral stuff. They they did almost beat the Bills that one time by doing a lateral. So yeah, <laughs> cool. Um, all right, uh, Jen, time for your back to back picks. Uh, um, for my first pick, I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey. Nice. And shout out to Troy's mom for getting a McCaffrey jersey <laughs> the other day. Yeah. Yeah, she um we were at the mall and and <laughs> we walked we walked into a a Columbus Blue Jackets store which is a hockey team. And she <laughs> I was looking at some of the stuff and I hear over my shoulder, she's like, do you guys carry any uh, 49ers jerseys? And the guy's just like, uh, no, this is a Columbus Blue Jackets store. And yeah, anyways. But we went. We ended up finding like a jersey store in the mall. And she got a Christian McCaffrey jersey. So, yeah. Now that jersey looked really good on her. Yeah. I agree. I I sent you the photo um, when she was trying it on, and then we were there for another like I want to say twenty thirty minutes. She was trying like other stuff on, and I kept telling her, "I'm like, just get like get the McCaffrey jersey. It it, it looks good. It, it's he'll be on the team for at least another year." Um, I don't know. Do you know his contract? Either of you? I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't off the top of my head. No. Um. I will look it up, but keep talking about Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Um, well, I know Troy. No, Troy also knows my feelings on him. I I always feel like he's very fragile. <laughs> um, I just feel like other teams run two to three running backs, and the Niners just almost exclusively run him. Yeah. Where I'm just like, he's gonna get hurt. He's gonna get hurt, and knock on wood, he's been very healthy this year for us. Um, I just remember when we traded for him, I thought it was a really bad choice. I thought we were just really? throwing away. I thought we were throwing away all our draft picks after Trey Lance. Um, and then I just remember even online, I think ESPN gave the grade like a C minus. And I agreed with them at the time, but it's just really turned out for us. Um, and then I, I feel... The thing is, I feel like with McCaffrey, it really opened up what SF could do, especially last year when, I yeah, I feel like it was last year when when they went through what four quarterbacks. 
Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. So, like, last year when they basically had to rely on McCaffrey taking snaps, I feel like... The, even which though, is insane. <laughs> yeah, which, honestly, that, that last year for the 49ers, that was nuts, going through that many quarterbacks. But just be like I, I feel like what McCaffrey brought to San Francisco really solidified them as the number one offense in the league in my mind like over the Bills over the Chiefs over the Bengals just like if all teams are healthy and they're playing their starters uh honestly SF with their entire team is insanely good um and I think McCaffrey really 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 changed that for them because before they were hyper reliant on uh their wide receiver, like just being able to get the ball downfield they couldn't they didn't really run the ball too much yeah um it was it was basically they were copying what the the format that the chiefs started with um by trying to go more in um more on to throwing to the tight end so and i mean kittle was great and is still great but being able to let him not have kittle not be your like main source of getting yards um or relying on all of your wide receivers to basically just be always open. Um, being able to have a solid running back that is always a threat, can catch a ball, is extremely quick. I, f- I feel like really changed how uh, SF could design plays and hmm. play football. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys remember that game last year where he caught a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Ran ran it in for a touchdown and then threw a touchdown. Like that was just yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I agree. Um he also only has four fumbles. No, four lost fumbles. He's fumbled twelve times in his career. Uh, but lost four of them. Yeah, I think he had a he had a good pretty good season this year. Twenty one touchdowns, fourteen rushing, seven receiving. Um, he missed one game, so 16 games. Mm-hmm. And then he had 17 consecutive games where he scored a touchdown. Yeah, dating back to last year, right? Yeah, um, including the postseason. But that's, that's, I mean, that's insane. Um, yeah, he was, his like anytime touchdown was just like a lock for so long. It was just, yeah, continuously bet on him anytime, anytime touchdown. Um, it looks like I did find, as far as I can tell, he's he he's on the team at least next year, but then I th- it looks like he's a free agent after like in two thousand two thousand twenty like the two thousand twenty five two thousand twenty six season. It, it looks like he's a free agent, as far as I can tell. And then well. tonight, I guess they announced he was the offensive player of the year. He was the offensive player of the year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Who was in the running for that? I feel like the Dolphins running back also had a phenomenal season. I forget his name. Oh, Mostert? Mostert, I know yeah. Tyreek Hill was on the list for offensive I feel like both those year. guys like had phenomenal seasons. Uh. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this, is a, this is a really good pick. He was on my list. I was going to probably pick him third or fourth. Round hmm, that um, low, huh? I mean, he's just—he's a very—he's extremely important to the team. Um, I, I feel it kind of just—it depends on 
like if if they get the ball in his hands enough times, that's kind of the key. I feel like games they win, they're just giving him the ball, and he's he's just doing you know good stuff. <laughs> right. Um. He had. I mean, that's he averaged five point four yards per carry. I mean, that's that's <laughs> insane. Um, for a running back to be able to do that, that's a lot. I mean, that's like you just give him the ball twice, and there's a first down. <laughs> Is kind of what that's saying. Oh. Um, yeah, great, great pick. I I like it. Anything else we want to add about uh, Christian McCaffrey? No? Okay. <laughs> Don't all speak nope. at once. Um, I'll try my okay. best. What are you, you, uh, you going to do with your, your Rushmore there, Jen? I think I'm going to put him in the number three slot. Um, I don't know if you remember during the Lions game in the fourth quarter when he bounced off his head. And then no. just came up. And then he just got up and he held up his one finger and he was just like, hey, I just need a minute. <laughs> While I think any average person would have been paralyzed after that. Oh, but um, I'm going to have him in a number three spot just holding up his one finger saying, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, another thing I just realized is he has been in the league the same. He was in the same draft class as George Kittle. So they're... Hmm. But he's younger than Kittle. Because I think he only went to Stanford for one year, maybe. Um, maybe maybe two, I don't know. But he's younger than Kittle. Uh, yeah, cool. So I guess it's time for your, your second pick. Perfect. Um, okay. I think it's pretty obvious. I'm going to go with... Taylor Swift's favorite number, number 13, Brock Purdy. Nice. That was going to be my first pick. I was debating between Brock Purdy or George Kittle. So, uh, yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. What do you want to say about good old Brock? I mean, I feel like he's also really surprised me. Um... I think, especially in the last game, yeah. I think coming back down 17, I think he, I, I really like to think he just really silenced the haters. I just feel like all those people that were calling him a system quarterback, a game manager, I really think the way he scrambled, playing from behind, his poise, I really believe he just showed them that he is an elite quarterback that he can come back and win in big games. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a, had a pretty solid season. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's an elite quarterback. <laughs> I think he's somewhere in that 10 to 15 rank range um i i feel like i'd rather have probably somewhere between 10 to 15 other quarterbacks over him 
but <laughs> he's a but he's a great he's a he's a he fits the system so well. That's that's one of the things about quarterbacks. Like, I mean, like Joe Burrow is my quarterback. I don't want anyone else besides Joe Burrow. But but who who? Let's think of someone that's kind of like it's good for like he fits the team. You know, he fits the like Tua. I feel like Tua is probably not necessarily like a top five quarterback, but he is great for the Dolphins, right? Like he, he just kind of meshes well with that system. Um, yeah, and I think Brock Purdy is is like that. I think if you put Brock Purdy on a different team, I don't know if he, I don't think he'd be as good as he is on this team. So, yeah, I I I want to echo that point because I I feel like I've talked about this with about Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean he is a good he is a good quarterback. I'm excited to actually I've seen him play live. I'm excited to see what he does in the Super Bowl. Did not watch any of the um the conference games because I was very salty about the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> so like I, I did not see his, I did not see his, the comeback he did against the Lions, which ripped the Lions. I wanted them to go all the way. Um. But yeah, like basically that, like everything that you've said, I I really want to echo. Like I, is, is Brock Purdy a good quarterback? Yes. Is he the best quarterback in the league? No. Um, if you put him on any other team, I don't think he would be as successful as he is here. Just because of, I mean, look at the talent around him. Yeah. Um, if you put if you put any of the top five quarterbacks, like if you put Lamar Jackson on on the 49ers absolute insanity they would be tua, crazy they... like heck even if you put oh tua like I, I think i i, I really like as a bills fan i really appreciate tua and the dolphins as a whole because they, yeah. they are a really good team they're a really yeah. insanely good team they they really have the talent i just think they're the the team overall is fragile um and they just had so many uh, injuries this year. They had like, a lot of injuries, and I feel like they they let winning get to them. And I, I feel like that's just been an issue with the Dolphins for the last couple of years. Is like they win a couple games, they get they get ahead in the in the race, and then it just comes back to bite them. Um, but I don't yeah. know if that's a player's issue or a coaching issue, however it be. Um, I, like if you put like honestly, if you put any other top five, top ten quarterback into the into the SF scheme I feel like that team would be unstoppable just because of how good the offense is definitely um and that, that's not a slight on Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy definitely a fits the system and he does a really good job in it and honestly he's I think he's just perfect for what the the 49ers need right now yeah. which is a quarterback I think, on a rookie contract I think last year they're especially when they got McCaffrey, everyone's just like, Yeah, you can just throw literally any quarterback. Like you can throw just like a college quarterback or, or a backup quarterback or anyone into the system and I, it would fit. But that's not that they, clearly was not the case. <laughs> like I mean they, they did right. almost prove that last year. That yeah. <laughs> going through four quarterbacks sure. that they could put sure. anyone behind there and it would work. Yeah. I I would not be surprised if Brock Purdy won an MVP. You know, I I, I can oh, yeah, see him. Those, yeah, I can see him winning an MVP or two in his career. So like that's like clearly you have to be a good player to do that. I just don't think he would be able to do that on a 
not in another system in a different system that's not with the players that he has around him now um yeah i mean so, i mean solid solid pick uh jen i i'm curious would either of you have picked george kittle if i didn't pick george kittle he actually was not on my list wow <laughs> but like i think that's just where the niners have so many good players yeah that yeah, he just didn't make my list because there's just so many good players. That's fair. You you think I'm picking players? <laughs> so I could. Oh, I should have gone with Brock Purdy <laughs> then. Is what is what you're saying? Um, <clears throat> one one thing I jotted down in my notes. I don't have too many notes for all these people. I'm just kind of like looking at the page uh, and just kind of talking on memory. But one thing I jotted down that was is super interesting to me. Um, if you had to guess between Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, who weighs more? Who 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 do you think weighs more between the two of them? I guess I would think McCaffrey. Because McCaffrey's like think... super built, right? Like he he just looks like he has a ton of muscle on him, which the he does. Man's strong. The man is strong, but I according I don't know if he's Jalen Hurts strong, but according to online here. Brock Purdy's 220 and McCaffrey's 210. Hmm. I mean, Purdy does uh, his height. He's three inches taller, but he doesn't like he doesn't look super muscular. If that makes sense, like McCaffrey just like looks very is 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 built right. Like he. So I was I was I was kind of shocked at that. That uh, I mean, granted, it's only ten pounds, but like. Um, that surprised me. I was not, I did not think, I, I, I thought, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You thought Christian McCaffrey was going to be way heavier just based on how, I mean, again, the man yeah. is smaller than Purdy. Yeah. Sure, I, I the, thought the, that 10 pounds is spread out again across how many other inches Brock Purdy is taller. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I mean that's like that's the one thing that the three three inches height difference like that does matter obviously, but yeah. I thought McCaffrey was like two forty, <laughs> like that's the way he looks is like t- you know, um, but yeah, just his arms and his neck and the rest of his body, I think he he was much heavier. Yeah. Oh well. Well, there's a there's a little stat for you that you can ask your friends when you're watching the Super Bowl. Like who, especially when they're like lined up next to each other. Which like which one do you who who do you think weighs more between those two? Um, cool, great pick. I think Fair we've enough. talked about Brock enough. Uh, what you what you gonna do with your Rushmore? I'm gonna put him in the second slot, and then I don't I don't know if you guys remember, but when he was playing um against the Packers and it was pouring rain. Um, there's that like little video of him. He had so much time to throw where he was able to wipe his hand, <laughs> his throwing hand, before he threw the ball. So I'm just going to have Brock Purdy in the number two spot, wiping his hands. That's great. Okay. I, do not, I do not remember that, but that's, that's funny. How many games do you, would you say that you watched this year, 49ers games? I mean, I guess I would say not enough, but I mean, tried to watch every game, but I wasn't able to watch all of them. 
Got it. The, the 10 a.m. games were hard to watch because I was like asleep most of the time. We're still in bed. Sure. Yeah. Get used to it. Get used to it. <laughs> That's like, one of the things about the East Coast is is it's at like one o'clock. So that's the, that's the thing. Like I'm I'm used to it being at one o'clock. So the 10 a.m. games I am perfectly okay with because honestly it is great. You just wake up, you roll out of bed, make some coffee, and you're watching yeah. a Bills game or you're watching an East Coast team game. I mean I'm not a morning so person, nice being... so yeah, it's so sometimes nice I would miss like the first quarter. I would miss like the first quarter of the or first half of the Bengals game just because I I'm too tired to get Didn't out of bed. But I mean, now I. There's like no excuse. Like if I'm not up by one o'clock, um, yeah. So I, I mean, this. I mean, this Super Bowl is gonna what go to like one a.m. probably for you. I have no idea. Like that. That's like that's like the worst part about living on the East Coast is that like football. I mean, again, it starts at a reasonable time, but it ends late if you if you're watching like a West Coast team. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try to find a place to to go to to watch the rest of the game. Um, I'll figure it out. All right, Dan, it is time for your second pick. Sweet. So for my second pick, I am going to go with uh, not a player, but another coach. <laughs> and he is the coach, the coachest with the mostish, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Cool. I'm glad you picked yeah. this. I'm glad you picked him so we can talk about him. Cause... Easy pick. And if we talked about Andy like, Reid, like I'd I'd want to talk about Kyle Shanahan as well. Oh but, yeah, no, this man you know. is insane. I like it, seeing how well. I mean, granted, SF has been a good team for a while. Like I remember before Shanahan was on San Francisco, it was John Harbaugh, the other yep. Har- Harbaugh brother, the one that's now working for the Chargers. Jim. Um, yeah, Jimmy Jim, because like I remember that Super Bowl where it was, uh, it was uh, the the the, the, the Ravens. Brother Bowl. Yep. The, the Raven, yeah, Ravens, uh, SF, and the Ravens ended up winning that one. Um, and I, honestly, a- after that moment, seeing them fire Harbaugh and then hire Shanahan, it, it this man has taken a team that looked was already decent and just made it probably one of the most made one of the most elite offensive teams in the entire league definitely i don't know i don't know how the heck this man found the money like him and who like i gotta give a shout out to their general manager or whoever the heck it is because i swear their the sf's budgeting for how they're paying all of these freaking all-stars to play on their team, it baffles me. It doesn't make that much sense. <laughs> I mean, how I they... mean, it does make sense when your quarterback is making less than... <laughs> <laughs> He's making less than some of the workers at the, at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Which just feels bad, but... It does. That, that's off topic. But, um, yeah, no. Shan- Shanahan, I, I give him... The, the most respect that man took a team that was already good made them the probably the best team in well is the best team in the nfc without a doubt and they've been that way for the last like four or five years and 
I, I like I, I, I again this man deserves all the praise. Like he's done such a good job for the, the 49ers and I kinda wish I had Shanahan or Andy Reid as the Bills head yeah. coach. I mean just I with like, like the play calling alone, he's better. he he he's made um like especially the second and third wide receivers on the team look like number ones for other teams. Like they you know they're good players, don't get me wrong, but just with the play calling alone, it just like gets guys just wide open <laughs> with the schemes and stuff. Yeah. So is so is um Shanahan the offensive uh play caller? Um I mean it's a lot of I know it's like a lot of his designed plays. I don't know if he actually if he's calling them. If he's actually calling them, but I have, yeah, I'm not actually sure who calls the plays. Jen, do you know who calls the plays? Mm-mm. No. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I'm trying to look it up, and I I can't find it. So, not sure. <laughs> I just see a bunch of offensive line assistant coaches on the. Uh... I know, yeah, that's not really helping. <laughs> so many assistants. But yeah, there's They're, no one here yeah. that's like offensive coordinator. It, I, it must I be wanna Shannon. say that I wanna say that he probably calls the plays. If like yeah. my gut wants to say that he's the play caller. I would probably guess that too. Yeah. Now I'm not as him. sure I'm not as sure about that as I was about Andy Reid not winning with the Eagles. But uh Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um who do you Jen, think is a better coach between the two? Oh. I mean they're both phenomenal coaches, but like who do you think is a better coach? Oh, between Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. <sighs> That's tough. I mean, one's they're already both, a Hall of Famer, both... right? Oh, yeah. No, and, and Andy Reid has already solidified himself as, like, a yeah. Hall of Fame coach. Like a top I, three I, coach. Long career, so it's, like, hard. Like, I feel like we could only compare after, like, Shanahan retires, I guess. Yeah. So then, yeah. Yeah. length of time to compare. Yeah, and I, I feel like with Shanahan, because I feel like he has more to prove at this Super Bowl than Kansas mm-hmm. City does in and Andy Reid. So I think Kyle Shanahan will probably have a better game plan going for the Super Bowl this year. So I I would, as much as I would love to say, I would, I would pick Andy Reid. I think Shanahan is just more unique and special. And I would probably pick him as the better, as the more, my more favorite coach. Um, According to NBC sports, uh, Kyle Shanahan is the play caller. Ooh, mm. Okay, good to know. So, so we can blame him when the when the Forty Niners <laughs> lose like eighty-seven to four. Yeah, usually like when you watch the game, if 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 you see someone that has like the play sheet and is is constantly talking to the microphone, looking at the play sheet, that's you can kind of guess that's like the play caller. Um, yeah. And I feel like I've seen him walking around with the play sheet. And kind of like hiding his mouth so he doesn't like mouth the the plays on camera or whatever. No, let the world let the world see it. Yeah. So uh 
Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. What you what you guys just said is you kind of have to. You it's it's you can't really say right now who who the better coach is, but um, I think only time will tell. Um, how do you yeah? How do you feel about Shanahan, Jen? He's your quarter. He's your head coach. How do you like him? How do you feel about him? I do really like him. Um, I I think he's stellar. I feel like his little coaching tree, where three like what his offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators like three of them went on to get you know head coaching jobs so i think that's a good reflection of him yeah do you think anyone from uh the coaching staff is gonna leave after the season like they're gonna get poached that i don't know but maybe just because we've had such good like defensive coordinators. I don't really like the guy we have now, like Steve Wilkes. I just feel like we have all these studs on our defense, but I just feel like they're not bringing the pressure. So whatever he's doing, I just don't like it. Um, so I don't think he's going to get poached um, like the two other defensive coordinators we've had. And then I don't even really know who our offensive coordinator is. So I can't like speak to him. Like, uh, from what I'm seeing, you guys, you're, you have, like, you have a run game coordinator and offensive <laughs> line coordinator. It's so weird. But, it, there's not, like, an offensive, like, a key offensive yeah, the, coordinator guy. Oh, there is the- no one on, yeah, I'm like, I'm looking through their, the entire coach sheet, and the only people that have offense, like, offense in their title yeah. are, like, <laughs> offensive quality control and like the assistant, the assistant coaches yeah uh, for for the chiefs like there's a, a clear guy it says offensive coordinator matt uh nagy i don't know how to say his name but like it, it clearly says offensive coordinator defensive coordinator but there isn't anything on oh, I the that. yeah on Run the, game, i mean offensive line and then special teams coordinator but then there's steve wilkes defensive coordinator I like I mean teams can run however the heck they want. That's exactly. the nice thing about this. Is yeah. like there's no there's no rules on you, you can't have, have, have your defense like your yeah, you have to have a defensive coordinator. It can't be one of your existing coaches. Um Do you so even have that, to have a coach? <laughs> like I feel like you need at least a head coach. What about you, what about like a player some, coach? Because you need you need at least someone to be able to throw challenge flags, and that is the head that's coach. true. That's true. So you need you do need at least one coach on the team. If Arrow, a coach gets kicked just... out of a game, like does the does someone else get the challenge flag thing? <laughs> like if a head coach get, gets kicked off, who yeah. does it go to? Yeah. Oh, that's like good... this is like the presidential. Uh, <laughs> list of like we go down the list of who has who has presidential power after the president dies or something like that yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, speaking of challenge flags i absolutely there was a montage of bill belichick throwing challenge flags and it was one of the funniest videos ever (laughs) like is it just him like is it just him being like sassy and throwing yeah there's there's one where he (laughs) like waits for the 
he waits for the ref to like walk near him and he just throw he just chucks the challenge flag at the guy's feet. But he always looks so grumpy. It's He's always making a grumpy face when he it's does it. So too, funny. Dude, he's oh. gonna enjoy retirement. Yeah, gosh. That's right. I'm so shocked. He, I'm, he's I'm shocked no, longer... no one picked him up. <clears throat> well, I think he's too old school. I just don't think he's appealing yeah. to people. Yeah, I agree. He's like he's also a tough guy to I'm sure to be around like to, for teams to like the president and stuff of the team the owners right. to to kind of manage or or to be around, you know. Right. I think <laughs> um, like when you're winning it's all fine where they'll just tolerate yeah. you, but when yeah. you're not winning they're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. And he hasn't proven that he can win without Brady, right? So, like, yeah, if, Brady I mean, has if, proven if the, he can win without Belichick, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if if the Patriots looked better the last two seasons, then maybe someone picks him up, but they didn't look good <laughs> at all. Um, at times they looked very bad, like the like the one game where, um. I forget the guy's name, their quarterback. Like, they could have just kneeled it and gone to overtime, and they threw a Hail Mary. I think it was against the Raiders, I want to say. And they just lose the game. <laughs> like, there's no like there's no reason for you to lose that game in that situation. Um, and part yeah, of that has like, to fall on like, the coach. Yeah, I feel like just... I feel like Belichick, like, again, also with... It's kind of har- harping back to my feelings with um, McDermott as well, because I feel like they both do this. Is that they yeah. they both kind of play favorites with their players. Every every coach does that. Um, but like to an extreme where it doesn't make sense at times, because I I as as one of the fellow Patriot haters, um, <laughs> I'm very happy that they're doing bad right now. Sure. But I'm also Hello? on the flip side where I've been there. Oh. Jen, Hi, Jen. was gone. Hi, Jen. But yeah, I, I've been on the flip side too because like the Bills have been bad my entire childhood and they only got good recently. Because I, like, I was, look, the Bills were good. I was born. Then they're bad. So I only <laughs> know the bad side of the Bills. Um, and so now seeing where the Patriots are, I kind of see where... Like, because like, I, I like I I've I've heard the stories back when before I was born where the Patriots were kind of the beat stick of the NFC or the AFC because they weren't great in the nineties. Okay, okay, all right, in the okay. 80s, but, we're not talking. But anyways, we're yeah, we're, so, we're talking about like, Super Bowl Fifty Eight. <laughs> I, I got a lot of football talk, let's, man. Let's reel let's reel it back in. Reel we're just gonna it back reel it back in. in. All right, fine. Have you discussed what your Rushmore is yet for your pick? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna put uh, Shanahan at the Abe Lincoln spot. He's just gonna be standing there, being cool. a being a head coach, kind of looking at Andy Reid, being like, "I'm gonna win." Sounds good. All right, Jen, are you with us? Yes. Okay. Cool. She's <laughs> All right. She has returned. She has returned with her book on on her head. Um, all right, I time for my second pick. Uh, 
Okami I don't have Brock. <laughs> I don't have Brock Tell Purdy yet, so or I, I could. I I can't pick Brock Purdy. No, um, Purdy for you. Okay. For my second pick, I am taking not a player, not a coach, not a broadcaster. Well, kind of someone that uses a microphone but doesn't necessarily broadcast games. I'm taking Taylor Swift <laughs> as my second pick. I'm just shaking my head. No. <laughs> The round of applause. <laughs> Taylor Swift is is my second pick. As much I'm as third pick's gonna be. As much as we don't like the fact that the Chiefs are good and Taylor Swift is dating someone on the team, uh, it's kind of been, I want to say, good for the NFL, maybe. Question mark? Do you guys think it's been good for the NFL? It 100% has been. Because it's like brought people that never watch football, never had any desire to watch football, to start watching football. Oh, 100%. Because the thing is, my my little brother, he is a Swifty. He's a big Taylor Swift fan. And he started watching Chiefs games because he wanted to see Taylor Swift. So he got into football because of her. When before he was like, I don't like football. Football is awful. Like my parents are way too into it. My brother is way too into it. I'm going to go play Fortnite downstairs or whatever. (laughs) And now he's just like, every time I talk to him, he's like super interested in, I mean, of course, Taylor Swift, but he also asks, he's also more interested in football now, which is great because my entire, like my entire family lives and breathes bills. So even though he likes the chiefs, I don't get it, but sure. Um, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, but I just <laughs> but, <laughs> net worth one point one billion dollars. <laughs> and people That's... people think Taylor Swift is dating uh, oh. Kelsey for his money. No, 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 no. That, that that has been a thing that people have been saying, and it is just wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I know what Kelsey gets out of this because I just feel like he gets all this exposure now. But I just really don't. Cause, so I still believe it's a fake relationship. Really? I do believe that. I just don't know what she gets out of it. Because I know I... what he gets out of it. And I think there was something I read online just her dating him and you know going to games. I think it's brought in like over $300 million for... The Chiefs and NFL. That's like crazy. That's so yeah, much money. Yeah, it's something insane. Short amount of months, but like, I'm just Taylor so Swift. over it. Yeah. But I also feel bad because she's just a girl trying to support her boyfriend. So it's not her fault. But I'm just so over it. Oh man. The, the, yeah, the NFL is a little crazy about it because, like. Heck, I mean, if Taylor Swift was at every game, fine. She's allowed to be. Like, she is her own person. She's a billionaire. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. That's crazy. She's a billionaire. But, <laughs> oh my but, God. Like, but it's, it's... She could own her own NFL that... team. Oh, she could. 100%. How many tickets do you think... Do you think Taylor Swift can buy... Could just, like, buy every ticket in the stadium for the Super Bowl? 
like what uh, if actually I, what if it was just I was her looking at that today. by her by herself in the stadium watching the game so <laughs> i mean if the, you spend so the what's the average price of a ticket can we find that out so we can do oh, yeah, right like now i'm i am looking at so on the for 9000 right i'm looking at the chiefs website right now for chiefs chiefs tickets specifically and then they have a like kickoff club price which I'm gets talking you, about for the Super Bowl. Uh, it gets you a Super Bowl ticket, access to the team party, oh, okay. Super Bowl experience at Mandalay Bay, special experience with a chief legend. I don't know who that man is. <laughs> um an all inclusive tailgate event with an open okay. with an open bar. I need a price. Give me a, a price. Fifty thousand. That's 50, fifty thousand to do that? You think this is fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> this this is per person seven thousand one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Oh. No way. That's pretty good. Like that that does not include getting to Vegas. That does not include getting sure. your hotel. Okay. I don't that care is about just that. Going to, that is just going okay. and but what's the average pr- I need to figure out what the average price of a Super Bowl ticket is. Oh, I feel like that's an uh, easy Google. Average, no, I'm just Googling it. Okay. As of Wednesday, the average price of tickets sold on StubHub was 8600 That's the average price. So if you take the average price, 8600 times that by the amount of seats in the stadium, 65000 Oh, yeah, she can totally afford it. Yeah, she can, afford, she can totally afford it. Okay. Buy the whole thing. And she'd still have four hundred million dollars in change. Um, she could build her own stadium and host the Super Bowl. <laughs> and still that's have crazy like, how much money she has. Think about that for a second. That's ha- like <laughs> half of her net worth. She can rent out the entire Super Bowl. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. It's All right. insane. It's that's insane. my pick. That's my pick, Taylor Swift. Um, that's that. That's mind-boggling to me. Uh, I don't think I'm ever gonna get over that. Um, well, she's I have pick. to. I have to shout out my <laughs> one of my coworkers. Uh, Zoe is a huge Taylor Swift fan, and I told her that I was probably gonna pick Taylor Swift. Um, for this podcast and she said that she might listen to it so shout out uh yeah cool do any of you have a favorite taylor swift song no cool let's move on uh, <laughs> I, dude i i used to drive to taylor swift every really? time i do like well yeah so like for pokemon events back when i was in college i mean in college she was popular so yeah like I, I I remember when she first came out and she was in country and I really appreciated her country music and then she did just she started going pop and then she did a folk album like mm-hmm. this woman can do no wrong like I yeah. like Taylor Swift I'm not a I'm not a Swifty by any means yeah. but I I she is really good for the music industry yeah. um, she my, is the music industry <clears throat> yeah well that's the th- like she's she's just the def- she's just defying all the norms of the music industry and like. She's really paving the way for mu- like modern musicians to make really good money. Um, I think my, my coworkers and I had a theory that she can probably do uh, jazz rap 
as her next jazz like rap. as her next that's that's gonna be her, her next album, album is gonna the, be jazz rap it's gonna be jazz rap talking about how she broke up with travis kelsey <laughs> it's gonna be that's gonna be like the the uh national anthem for the super or for like the football um break up like the Sunday, like the Sunday night football um, song is just going to be hers. Like that's going to be the song. Okay. Um, for, Imagining that would be hilarious. <laughs> for for my Rushmore, I kind of want to just have like an empty stadium with Taylor Swift. It just has <laughs> all the. Uh, no, um, I don't know why this just popped in my head. There was like a random like commercial that Taylor Swift was in. I think I, I want to say it was like a credit card commercial where it was like, oh, oh you can. One. Is it Capital One? I think it's Capital One. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to have Taylor Swift in the three slot asking, like, what's in your wallet, essentially. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I don't really have, I, I can't stand her music, but that's that's okay. Really? I, I can't stand it. I so you you don't have a fate like you don't like any one of her like era eras of there's, Taylor Swift. So there's one song that I heard at a bar at like two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, this is Taylor Swift, and like, oh, this actually sounds pretty good. So I don't know if it was because like I had been drinking that it sounded good, or if it was actually like a good song. Um, but was I also it the alcohol I, or is Taylor Swift actually good at writing music? I don't remember what. Oh, I think it was Karma. Maybe. I'm gonna listen to it during the break. Dude, we gotta we gotta rush more Taylor Swift now. I am not rush more in Taylor Swift. I will gladly rush more Taylor Swift. I still want to rush more. Yeah, it was definitely Taylor. Karma. That's a, that's a whole other topic. I think Karma is a pretty good song. That's my hot take for the episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Karma. Yeah, Karma's cool. Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is a my bestie. Hmm. Karma is a relaxing thought. Karma is gonna hold you down. Cool. All right. Let's take a break, <laughs> and uh, we still have half of this to do, and it's actually <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Like we've we've gone on a couple rants, and this was only supposed to be like an hour, and I think it's already an hour. So we got to speed this up. We got to speed this up a little bit. All right. We'll be right back. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits, like two times miles on every purchase. The noise canceling. You're being too loud. Thank you. Good choice. Ooh. My lucky number. Earn five times miles on flights. Enjoy your stay. Going up. And 10 times miles now. on hotels through Capital One oh. Travel. Plus, get access to over 1,300 airport lounges. Oh, white wine, please. And maybe see the one and only Taylor Swift. Capital One, what's in your wallet? All right, we're back from our break. Talking Super Bowl 58. That rhymed. I didn't even mean to. Um, cool. So it's time for my third pick. And I'm going to go with someone who's probably not on either of your two lists, but I, th I think he's a really good player. And I think 
Please don't could take have a standout game. could have a standout game. Um, that's going to be Brandon Ayuk. Huh? What'd you say, Dan? Uh, I was saying, don't take my 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 fourth oh. pick. <laughs> All right, Brandon Ayuk is is going to be my pick. Wide receiver number two for the 49ers. Number eleven. Um, he's just ha- he's had a phenomenal season this year, and I think he's very underrated. Uh, he gets open. He finds himself open a lot because of the other amazing talent around him. But I mean, he had he had a thousand three hundred forty two yards this year, seven touchdowns. Like that's that's crazy. Like that's really good. And yeah, I just think he's a good good player. I don't have too much on him as like the other guys, but I know when I don't want to say his name, but the wide receiver number one for the 49ers went down with injury. It's like oh no, um, but Ayuk just kind of stepped right up and looked like a number one receiver for the team. So uh, he continuously plays a lot of games each year. Like he only missed one game this year. Played 17 in 2022. Played 17 2021. So like he's he's durable. And yeah, he's yeah he's he's done progressively good every year. Like yeah, because he joined in. His rookie season was 2020. 20. So, yeah, like, he's been doing well. Like, I, I, again, I don't really watch too much San Francisco games, but just based on his, uh, on his stats, I don't know how he's not a QB, or not a QB, uh, how he's not wide receiver one, honestly. Granted, they, well, it's because of who is number have, one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, right? fair. Like, their number one guy is very why can't good. The Bills draft a wide receiver that can catch a ball. <laughs> That's what I'm more mad about. Like, yeah, like SF SF wide receivers can catch a ball. <laughs> we have yeah. Diggs, who's always never open, and Shakir, who catches a ball when Josh Allen finds Shakir. <laughs> like, I'm super biased, right? I think T. Higgins is the best number two in the league wide receiver um but i'm i'm super biased cuz i he's like my favorite player on the team and <laughs> on my favorite team right so um and then probably waddle on the dolphins and then probably brandon ayuk like maybe maybe seattle maybe chargers but like Definitely top five, number two, I'd say, in the league. Yeah, I give it to you. I like that. I yeah, can easily like, see him getting two touchdowns this this Super Bowl. This Super Bowl? Like I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't I would not be surprised at all if he got if he caught two touchdowns for let's say like sixty to seventy yards. Um Yeah. I'm taller than this man. Holy heck. <laughs> I am the same height as this man. Uh, Jen, do you have anything to add on Brandon Ayuk? No, he was actually on my list as well. Um, oh, look at that. I, Ooh. I just think he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. I agree. Yeah. 
very underrated, and I think he's in the last few games he's made some very big catches that yep. if he missed them, you know, we probably wouldn't have won. So I feel like he's been a game changer for us. Definitely. And I feel like I didn't really I think with I'm just gonna say his name, Debo. Because <laughs> I don't I wanna keep saying wide receiver one. Uh like when Debo went down this year and missed some games, I think it really showed what the 49ers have in Brandon Ayuk. Like, you know, um, because he stepped right up into that number one slot and they didn't miss a beat. It's like, oh, Debo who? Like, this guy's fine. Don't get me wrong. Debo's great. Debo's a phenomenal player. But. It's it's like do we actually do we do we actually need him? Are we are we fine without him? Do we him? need to spend all of this money? <laughs> yeah, like f- for me, spend money on McCaffrey, keep Kittle. I don't think Kittle's worth his contract, but I feel like he's just such an embodiment of the team that you kind of need to keep him. Um, I think Debo. Though didn't he get paid two years ago? I think he might have already got his contract. Yeah, I think he did. But, like, I don't know. Trade him? I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do with him. I don't know, but, but I think there are stats that when he's not playing and he's out, we don't really win those games. Because I just feel like because he can run, he can catch, and he's such a big body that he also opens up a lot of possibilities for Ayuk. No, 100%. Teams are more focused on him than Ayuk, which opens up Ayuk. But... Yeah. When he wasn't, when Debo wasn't playing, it, like, they did just fine without him, you know? Um, Maybe the stats are saying otherwise, but just the eyeball test for me, just watching, just watching the games and seeing the games live, right? Um, Didn't seem like it really hurt them that much. Debo played 15 games. I didn't realize that. I thought he played a lot less this year. Maybe he wasn't playing that many snaps in those games, but he played 15 games, so he was only out for two games. Because well, um, the Packers went down really early. But that was postseason. But... So I wonder if there were games where he just went out, like where he started, but then he went out. I'm not sure. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because it, it looks like games played 15, games started 15. So it, it could have easily been one of those things where he was kind of like a decoy in those games or he only played like the first possession or the first possession and then wasn't feeling it. Um, but yeah, his yards way down this year. Um, like in 2021, he had, f- we're not, we shouldn't be talking about Debo. We'll talk about Debo. Someone picks Debo. That's, yeah. Debo. Someone, someone should pick him, but it's okay. So Brandon, Brandon Ayuk is my pick, and I, I, for all the reasons we talked about, I think he's, I think he's going to be a key in this game. Um, yeah. So he's going to go in my uh, two slot, and I don't know yet what I'm doing, like picture wise for him. Um, I will figure that out. Uh, Dan, on to your third pick. 
So my third pick, I am picking not a player and not a coach. I am taking what is going to be the best Super Bowl performance ever. <laughs> I'm taking SpongeBob. Hell yeah. He was on my honorable mentions. Who, who needs a usher when we can just watch SpongeBob do sweet victory <laughs> during halftime? 100%. I am I am 100% going to watch <laughs> the Nickelodeon broadcast of the Super Bowl halftime show just so <laughs> I can watch SpongeBob do sweet victory. I'm shocked they well, this is the first year that Nickelodeon is having a broadcast, right? Like a live broadcast yeah. for the this Super is their, Bowl. This is their first year of doing okay. the Super Bowl. This is their I think this is their third season total of doing football. Got it. For kids. Um But I'm just shocked that this is the first time that SpongeBob has the even been considered for like the Super Bowl, right? Like because that episode, that Sweet Victory episode, is is probably one of the best SpongeBob is I, I just off the top of my head is is probably one of the best SpongeBob episodes there were. Dude, is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I can I can still quote that episode today, <laughs> and I don't think I've seen it in like ten years. I'm gonna have to watch that before I go to bed. It's, it's, a great, it's so good. It's a like great honestly, episode. I I miss SpongeBob. I miss old SpongeBob. Watching new SpongeBob is weird. They but... stopped uh they, they they stopped making I'm pretty sure they stopped, right? Yeah, recently. Pretty recent. Yeah. I mean it's still it it's does still say it's running, which it, yeah. it technically is. It's still running. But Nickel I, I don't think Nickelodeon's ever gonna stop. With Spongebob. Yeah, Spongebob's, I mean, Dude, big, so good. Uh, yeah, honestly. So random, too. When you, like, really, like, stop and think about it, it's, it's kind of bizarre, like, how... I mean, a lot of Nickelodeon shows are. <laughs> but, like, wait. They just... It's just a sponge that has pants, and... Yep. He, he makes... Krabby Patties? And he lives in a pineapple? Under the sea. Under the sea? <laughs> um, Jen, do you have any thoughts on Dan's third pick here? I honestly did not really grow up watching Spongebob, so... Wow. Ooh. Okay. Fight, fighting I words. just know it's a pineapple that lives under the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, what's your favorite uh, SpongeBob character? Uh, oh god, my favorite SpongeBob character. It has to be between the my leg guy <laughs> and y'all remember. Uh, I, mean, I don't think Jen's gonna remember this episode. So the episode where uh, they're selling chocolate. Oh, of it's course. The guy who who was who was born with uh, glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> that that man, I relate to. So uh, hard now as an adult. That should be. We should do a Rushmore on um, non non main SpongeBob characters. That would be a really yeah. good one. I I think my favorite catch, 
uh, characters, the frying Dutchman guy. Oh, the flying Dutchman? Yeah. F- the frying the, the, Dutchman. The frying Dutchman? Isn't that what, what? it's called? Wait, no, is it's it? The flying Dutch- it's the flying Dutchman. You sure? Yes. I'm looking it up. Flying Dutchman. Don't you worry, sure? Captain, we'll but we'll we'll butch it. We'll you sure about those scratches? Yes, it's literally the Flying Dutchman. It's Flying Dutchman. The Spongebob. Flying the Google Flying that. Dutchman is a recurring character. Okay, you're right. <laughs> was there an episode? Was there an episode called Frying Dutchman? Whatever. This is fine. Frying Dutchman. I don't know. I don't know where I got that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. SpongeBob is a fry cook. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. Um, cool. That was a great pick. Um, Jen, time for your. Oh, Dan, what are you doing with your Rushmore? I am putting SpongeBob at the um, second spot. Second spot. I can't. Because I never remember. It's Andrew Jackson, right? It is not Andrew Jackson. It's Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson, Dan. Thomas Jefferson. Andrew Jackson. You should get a you should get a Rushmore tattoo. You just have his face. So you'd never forget. Have it like labeled. I'm never gonna learn it. Honestly, at this point, it's just a running joke at this point that I just don't remember what the Rushmore is. And it's just say different presidents. Like put it in the put in the my second spot's Obama. Yeah, put in the Obama spot. I'm I'm gonna put it in the uh, the Richard Nixon spot. No, oh two. God. <laughs> oh. Okay. The, the, the tricky dick spot. Cool. Oh, great. Great, Dan. We we got through it. Um. Jen, time for your third and fourth pick. All right. Um, since you didn't pick Debo Samuel, I'll pick Debo Samuel since you took Brandon Ayuk from me. Cool. I don't have much to say about him, but I do feel like he also changes the game for us. Yeah. Um, and then just looking at his stats, they said he has, he had 892 receiving yards with 527 of those coming after the catch. So I just feel like he's just a hustler. Like, you know, he just doesn't go down. He's just going to keep his legs going. He's going to keep churning. He's just going to try to get extra yards. Um, And then he also has 225 rushing yards. So altogether, he has over 1,000 yards. And I just think he is also a difference maker. Um, And I just also like, I don't know if you watched video of him when he's coming out of the tunnel um, before the game. I just feel like he just gets the whole team hyped up. He's just like bouncing around, you know, they're coming out with their boom box, <laughs> getting them all hyped. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it's, he had five rushing touchdowns this year. He had eight, that's crazy, in 2000, 2021, he had eight rushing touchdowns. That's, that's crazy for a for a wide receiver. He had more rushing touchdowns than <laughs> receiving touchdowns in 2021. He only had seven receiving touchdowns this year. 12 so overall. No, 
2022, he had more more rushing touchdowns than receiving touchdowns. Yeah. I guess he's... I mean, when they give him the ball, like, it's... Because he, he does get... He's kind of like a wide... He's kind of like a running back in some aspects because yeah. he does get so many after the... After the catch... Um, yards, right? So... And, like, I guess the other thing is, like, he's just a very selfless player, I feel like. He just, he blocks for his teammates. Yeah. You know? That's he what the, that's what the, there. um, the 49ers do really well, is mm-hmm. the, all the positions can block, too. Like, you see, you see George Kittle blocking, obviously. Um, uh, but he can also catch, catch the ball. And, like, you can see Debo's always blocking, and, and McCaffrey yeah. can block if he needs to. Like yeah, yeah, all those guys. Yeah, out there, like Ayuk's out there blocking. Um, yeah. Our other wide receiver, Juwan Jennings, he's out there blocking. I just feel like they're all very selfless. Um, yeah. I forgot who it was this year where they kind of got ripped on for not blocking for their running back, and I think he just basically said something was just like, "I'm not going to put my body out on the line for that." Yeah, um, I don't know who you're talking about, but but I mean, I feel like a lot of wide receivers. <laughs> Have that, uh, what just has that mentality of just like, nah, don't want to, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not gonna put my body on the line type of thing, yeah. It was George Pickens. (laughs) Oh, that makes a lot of sense, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But then I think in the next game. I th- so I think it was George Pickens not blocking for Jalen Warren, but I think in the next game, I don't know if Warren blocks for him. I think something like that happened. Hmm. But anyways. Um, yeah, so I just think our team, especially with Debo, they're just very selfless people where they're just out there putting their bodies for you know the greater good. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, good pick. I like it. I think he's a solid player. Um, he wasn't on my list. I, I was only going to take. I just wanted Brand Ayuk over over him. I I just yeah. I personally like Brand Ayuk better as like a fan. Like I I like him better. Yeah. But uh, Debo's a phenomenal player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, I agree with Ayuk. I think Ayuk just made some really big catches like on third downs this year for us. So. I think that was a solid pick, but since you took him, I had to pick Samuel. Sure. Yeah, I don't know what my I I always I seem to really like a lot of number two receivers. I guess like T Higgins is my favorite player right now. Um, Brand Ayuk, I really like. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not sure why I like have this. Maybe because it's like fantasy, fantasy football it's it's like that's where the getting getting a player that's usually like the number two twos on the team are way less money wise so they're good value oh yeah you get a lot more value out of them yeah maybe that's why i like number two receivers anyways um what you doing with your rushmore i'll have debo in the number one spot holding the boom box (laughs) nice I like it. 
And then, and then I guess I get my last your, pick. Yeah, your fourth pick. All right. I'm going to go with who I think is the most handsome man on the Niners. <laughs> I'm going to go with Nick Bosa, <laughs> who is now a Skims underwear model. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if anyone was going to pick Nick Bosa or anyone on defense for that matter. Um, yeah, he's a very, very, very good player. Has anyone picked a, a, a Chiefs player yet? I kind of did so. with Taylor Swift. I mean, you, well, you picked Andy <laughs> Reid, but I mean, I, that's I mean, true. He's not, not a play, player, he's, not a play, he's not a player. Yeah, did you pick no someone good. on the Chiefs? Yeah, I just might. I picked someone no. dating a Chiefs player. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> he picked SpongeBob. I love yeah, how. He's not a player. I I know I know, but I just love how like SpongeBob and Taylor Swift went before Eddie Chiefs player. <laughs> look, look, we've we've done enough Rushmores <laughs> where the Chiefs are even involved. <laughs> I think we just don't want the Chiefs to do well. Like right, like we're hoping they we are, lose. So we are all on the the Forty ers win this thing train. Definitely. So. I have only one on my piece of paper here. I only have one Chiefs player written down, Ooh, and I don't even okay. know if I'm going to pick it. <laughs> like so, um, I might just steal it. You never know. The person I have written down is not who you have in mind. Try me. I have the next pick, so. All right. Um, but Anything we're currently talking about Nick Bosa. <laughs> Jen's pick. Uh, Nick Bosa, 6'4", 266 pounds. Underwear model. This man yeah. is massive. Like, can you imagine Ooh, trying to block man. him? I would... Jesus, that man is brolic. Shows you how I much feel... 49ers games have won. And I went to one live. I feel like... So, out of NFL players, if... If, like, if, 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 if there's, like, a gladiator thing, right? Where... Say we're back in Roman times... And it's just like fight to your death type of thing. You just get like a sword, shield. Like, who would beat Nick Bosa in the, NFL, in the current NFL in like a gladiator fight? TJ Watt? Maybe. I was going to say Miles Garrett, I guess. Miles oh, Garrett. Miles Garrett's a good one. Yeah. I I think I would go with Miles Garrett. I agree with that. That's a good one. Yeah. But, I mean, but Nick Bosa would have to be in the top top five, right? In this hypothetical thing? I think definitely. Top three, maybe. Top three. I mean, the, one, the ones we named, the ones that you both named are pretty solid. I think I would take Nick Bosa over Watt. I mean, oh, Watt's... Yeah. Watt's pro- I think Watt's a better NFL player. <laughs> um than Bosa, it's it's pretty close. It's close, but I think Watts. I think Watts a better, 
better NFL player than Bosa, but I, th- I think this year. I think yeah. I, I don't know if Watt has more sacks than Bosa this year, but I, I think know. Watt was better this year. Watt was basically the entire Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He was and the Steelers. <laughs> it was yeah, he was. He was. He the was Steelers. literally the equivalent of of Lamar Jackson for the yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent Yep. I 100% agree with that. Man, man is a tugboat. <laughs> Puts the team on his back. Yeah. Went to Ohio State. Uh, he's been in the league for five years. Um, was he hurt this year a little bit? No. I don't think he was. Doesn't look like it. That's interesting to me. He only had... 34 solo tackles this year. I just feel like it would be more than that. Does a sack count as a tackle? Yes, right? Like if that, you get a sack, if you get a sack, actually, does that also count as like getting a tackle? I think it would. Because you're tackling the guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, you are tackling him, but he does have 10 and a half sacks. Yes, a lot. But he had 18 and a half last year. I feel, I, I feel this, like this was a yeah. down year for him. Yeah. It's, a regr- he, it's clearly a regression. <laughs> no. He was the know. defensive player of the year last year. So it's kind of hard yeah, he to. Had 18 and a half last yeah. year. And then he got his big contract. <laughs> I. It's weird because I felt like as soon as they got. Um, the, who's the new guy, Chase Young? Yeah. As soon as they got Chase Young, I felt like that was going to free up space for for Bosa to do more work, right? But that clearly hasn't happened. Chase Young is also from Ohio State. They, I think they were on the same mm-hmm. team together. They were team, yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh my okay. god, they were teammates. Cool. <laughs> that's that's crazy to think. Uh I guess it's the same thing with the Bengals with um uh also Chase and um Joe. Chase and Joe. Burrow and Chase. Uh yeah. I but I I think you just don't see that in the NFL that much where two teammates end up being teammates on in the NFL two college teammates end up being teammates in the NFL yeah I, I feel like that started to become more of a trend really like well I think a, when, a lot when of teams they have started doing it when they saw Burrow and Chase have such good chemistry together like yeah they're like oh yeah they like they already had good chemistry so it makes sense especially off of their like in their rookie seasons you want them to perform yeah. and since they already have the chemistry you just put them out there and make it work yeah. Um, on the defense, it's a little different, but it yeah. does make a, it. It does make a difference. But they know how to. But they you know how to play off yeah, of each other. You know exactly. It's. Uh, I would probably consider it to be similar to the Bills with um with our safeties, where those two are really close friends, so they they just know how to play. Um, and that's what made our defense so strong. But I mean, they were both injured at different times. So. <laughs> Boo hoo! But again. Boo hoo. <laughs> gotta stop talking about the bills gotta focus on yeah we have to <laughs> stop talking about the bills and Bengals. uh cool great great pick jen um 
Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. Cool. Uh, what's your What's your Rushmore looking like for for Nick Bosa? I'm gonna put him in the number four slot, and he's just gonna do a signature move where he's just shrugging after he gets his little saccharoonie. <laughs> saccharoonie. I love it. I love it. Cool. Uh, all right, Dan. Time for your final pick. Okay. So. I'm going to break the trend. I am going to pick a player. Your first player. Boo-boo. Your first player on your Rushmore. The first and only player on my Rushmore. But actually, I don't know if he's going to be on the Rushmore because I am picking what? Kadarius Tony. <laughs> the, the best. Who? The best <laughs> Chiefs player to ever exist in the history of, of Chiefs. Players. Is that the guy that keeps on fumbling it? I was gonna say he not only not only not only keeps fumbling it, but is the reason why the Bills won against the Chiefs this year. He's the guy who was like, like, uh, like two yards (laughs) off the line of scrimmage. I I love this pick so much. Uh. I'm I'm picking him just because like like look he he has one touchdown this year. 27 receptions, only 169 yards. Nice. Um, but I actually didn't know he was the number one draft pick in 2021. Or 20th over. Sorry. Yeah. First round pick, 20th overall. I did not know that, that he was a first round pick by the Giants. Really? Yeah. I can't find According this guy on biography. this. I can't find him. <laughs> uh, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of their like of the Chiefs roster page, and you just go all the way down to the bottom. He is also their um, their return um, player, so he's the one who catches the return and takes the returns. At the very bottom, I'm seeing Garrett Prince from the practice squad. Oh, if if you go to the depth, if you go to the depth chart chart from there. Oh. He is the punt returner, and he is the second string uh, kick returner. Kadarius Tony. Darius Tony. There he is. There's number nineteen. Now I I see him. Didn't they not allow him to play last week? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he was. Uh, he's technically injured. Oh. Oh, I thought he was like. I also thought there's something like listed like personal reasons or something. Oh yeah, you just had a kid. Oh, I thought oh. it was because he sucked. That also reminds me with with Garrett with uh, Garrett with George Kittle. It says questionable on the on the thing. I'm just like, there's no way like this guy isn't playing. Like, get that questionable out of here. Um, yeah, there's no way. There's like no this way. guy Honestly, is not like missing players, the Super Bowl. There's no yeah. There's no way in hell a player would miss the Super Bowl, especially if you if you could if you can walk. <laughs> I feel like you yeah. would want to play. Right, it's like limited in practice today. Has like a toe, like his toes bothering him. Like, are you? No, this guy is playing in the Super Bowl. Stop. Get that cue out of here. He's he's retiring. Yeah. After that, right. dude, toe injuries are the worst. So, this year, I guess it doesn't show. There's no like stat that says like this guy caused the interception, right? <laughs> like, like the, the oh. interception was this guy's fault, right? So there's no stat on that. Um, he only lost. He only fumbled once this year, but 
But I think it was the dropped catches. It's the dropped catches that really... It's a lot of dropped catches. This a lot of dropped catches. And, um, yeah. That not just dropped catches, but but balls that should have been caught that ended up being intercepted. <laughs> um, is the big yeah. one. Like, he's just had not a great season. Granted, he hasn't played... Uh, er, yeah, like, last year he was better, apparently. He had two touchdowns, 100, 171 yards total. Like, it's not like he's he's not changing how the Chiefs play, but at least he can sometimes catch a ball and stay on sides. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I, I just loved how upset... Patrick Mahomes was when <laughs> yeah. when they lost that game against the Bills. Like he was so like he was going crazy. Yeah, and I'm then like, just him dude, complaining chill. to like Josh Allen. I'm like, I don't think Josh Allen cares. Yeah, that that man has other problems to worry about. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. It's also that, it's that also hilarious head. that Patrick Mahomes is not going to end up on any of our Rushmore, and he's like clearly no. probably the best Hell player. No. Um, Get that man out of here! I don't I don't want him on my Rushmore. I don't want him on my Rushmore. All right. Well, I think we've talked about this guy enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What you gonna do with exactly your Rushmore? I know exactly what I'm doing with my Rushmore. So, uh, Kadarius Tony is going in the uh, the Teddy Roosevelt spot. But the Teddy Roosevelt spot has actually shifted all the way past the George Washington spot. So, so just imagine on a Rushmore, you take George Washington, uh, Andrew Jackson, Thomas Jefferson, whoever the fuck it is, blank <laughs> spot. <laughs> like they just kind of plucked Roosevelt out of there and plopped him next to... Um, to George Washington, I am gonna have Kadarius Tony in his like lineup stance. <laughs> You're not making any sense Over to there. me, but the, wait, you how do does you. this not make sense? How does this not make I don't sense? Know. It's two oh four in the morning. Is how it doesn't make sense. Oh, fair enough. But yes, right. I'm putting Kadarius Tony at the negative one spot, way off sides. Uh, then George Washington is uh, Andy Reid. Second second spot is SpongeBob singing "Sweet Victory." Uh, and <laughs> did then, I ask for your full Rushmore? I don't think I did. No, but it is the last one, and you typically do. So we typically do after all well, the you picks. No, you typically ask after after everyone's done, and then we recap it. Yeah, are cut we? Are we cut are this we, out. Are we currently recapping right now, sir? I don't know. No, I, I still have finished. a pick. I still have a pick. So I'm going to pick my final who, pick. Yeah, yeah, who are you picking, Troy? Hmm? Hmm? Um, who are you taking? Did I take, so, your, did I take, your, did I take your pick with Kadarius? You did not, but I, I do like the pick. Darn. Honestly, Dan, one of your best Rushmores ever. I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> just going to say that right now. Um, you got two coaches. You got SpongeBob, and you have... Got a sponge. And you have a petty pick. <laughs> or, or like not a petty, that's the wrong word. Um 
Well, kind of. Yeah. Like, like a, he's the reason. He's like the, a salty, he's a salty Bills, Bills fan pick. <laughs> Essentially, he is, he is the best Bills player I've ever seen. <laughs> um, for my last pick, I am going with a player on the Chiefs. Um, it's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Um, I'm picking Harrison Butker, the kicker, uh, for the Chiefs. Um, I think he's a really good player. Obviously, he's a really good kicker. And I have lots of trauma because of this this person in particular. Um, because, I mean, during the game last year where the refs let the Chiefs have five downs, um, and then Harrison Butker was kicked like a 50-yard field goal to end the game or something. Uh, so, yeah, lots of trauma. Man's got a leg. But you can't deny the fact that he's like a really, really good kicker. Um, and I think this game is going to be close. I think this. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. Like I think this game is going to be close. And I could easily see the game... Like like a field goal late being extremely important, or yeah, like a factor. or yeah exactly. So like I think, I think, I I I, I mean obviously Patrick Mahomes like is very important. <laughs> like depending on how he plays, um, is going to determine how this game goes really. But I I do yeah. think that um. Butker is is extremely important for the Chiefs, so, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's gonna. He's, he's like a he's an important important player. That's all I can say. Number seven. Why aren't why aren't kickers number three more? Why isn't like that a the trend? Num- like the number three, like that's yeah. the number on the jersey. Why isn't there number three? If I was a kicker, I would want to be number three. I'm you know? just happy that they let they let players now pick number zero. I thought that was. I a fun thought change. I could have sworn that he was number one at one point. Butker. Butker. I thought he was number one at one point, but I don't know. Now he's number seven. He's but... definitely seven right now. So, um, maybe I'm just imagining things. That's fine. It's okay. He kicked... Okay, I'm going to go through his long... His longest kicks on his stat sheet. Year by year. Alright? 2017. 53. 18. 54. 19. 56. 2020. 58. 21. He hit a 56-footer. And now... and then And then we're like, okay... 2022, he kicked a 62-foot field goal. 2023, 60-foot field goal. Like, this is... That's crazy. Uh, my mind can't comprehend kicking a ball <laughs> that far. That hard. Jen, you have anything to add about good old Harrison? No, I do agree. Kickers are very <clears throat> important. And our kicker makes me super nervous. <laughs> I wish we had a solid kicker. 
Yeah. I can now I can now relate to that with bass. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> I, look, I saw full faith in the man. That that man can do no wrong. I love Tyler Bass. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for him. But. Like so, being in the division with the Ravens, and then having Justin Tucker for the last like twenty years, um, yeah. it's just it's so upsetting. Like, like oh, yeah, we stopped them at the fifty yard line, but this man could still kick a sixty yard field goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no stopping him. It's 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 so depressing. <laughs> like, oh, nice stop. Oh, but they're still gonna get three points. Like it's just it's it's incredibly frustrating when you play against a team that has a good kicker, um, and I I mean the Bengals kicker is pretty good like but <clears throat> like he's no Justin Tucker and he's not had the degree of good stuff that Harrison Butker has had, so yeah, um. I, I, isn't it McP- McPherson? I want to say is the guy's name, the Bengals kicker. Uh, I yeah, like he's Mc- good. Mc- McPherson's good. Yeah, he's good. Don't get me wrong, he's good, and I'm glad he's on on the team. But he's not Justin Tucker. You know, like he's not Tyler Bass level. No. <laughs> I want I want a Justin Tucker. <laughs> can, can, Look, I, we all, can I just everyone I, would love a Justin Tucker? Can I just get a guy that plays for twenty seasons and just? Like lives and dreams and exists to to kick field goals for my team. Has above a ninety ninety percent percentage make and it's 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 absolutely absurd. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I was hoping like Robbie Gould would would have just came back. Like I don't yeah. understand why you have to retire. I wish Robbie he just Gould was played. good. He was. He's a good. He was a good kicker. Yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of a wrap, right? Uh, we all have our picks. Harrison Butker, um, I'm going to have him uh, kicking, uh, about to kick. Yeah, not nothing too fancy. Um, let's go in reverse order, starting with Jen. Uh, what's your Rushmore? Um, I have Debo Samuel at number one with him in, holding the boombox. Number two was Brock Purdy wiping his hands before he throws. <laughs> I need to watch that clip. If you remember, send me the if you can find it. Oh, yeah. Send me that clip. Okay. Um, number three is Christian McCaffrey holding his finger up, saying, "Just give me a minute." <laughs> and then number four is Nick Bosa doing his signature shrug after a sack. In his underwear. I don't mind that. That's fine, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan, what's your Rushmore? Ah, uh, yes. So, this for me... Is, Dan, this is the part where you... Now you, you say your full Rushmore. Oh, oh. I know you've only been on a couple How episodes, many, but yeah. This is, dude, this is basically my first episode. Um, basically. Not, <laughs> so, I am going to put... So, I'm putting Andy Reid at number one. I'm putting SpongeBob singing Sweet Sweet Victory. Number three, uh, Darius Tony is well off sides and is actually <laughs> positioned right next to and or behind uh, Andy Reid. <laughs> and then I got uh, 
Shanahan at number four. Awesome. Very, very good, Rushmore, Dan. Very, very good. Jen, yours is great too, but I'm just, I'm kind of surprised and delighted at 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 uh, Dan's Rushmore because I'm glad I can yeah. impress you with my Rushmores <laughs> now, where, where they're no longer. It's like, oh, Dan, that's just so bad. Like, why would you pick <laughs> the, the freaking Elf Browns logo? It's it's no it's no ball bearings. You know, it's actually it's a <laughs> Hey, ball bearings is a good one. I lost my mind with that pick. All right. Um, LCD screen? Like, ooh. <laughs> Troy, what's your Rushmore? Oh, thanks. Uh, my Rushmore yeah. is, uh, in the one slot, we have George Kittle uh, doing his, uh, he, he has the, the shirt, uh, Fuck the Cowboys, and he has those glasses that Dan talked about on. And he's doing his signature, like, first down little pose thing with his hand. And then uh, I see Jen just sent me a clip. Um, Thank you, Jen. Uh, In the two slot, we have Brandon Ayuk. Uh, He's just just catching catching the ball. Get in. He's jumping up in in the air, catching the ball. Catching Catching a football. Yeah. Actually, he's catching. He's catching a flat ball. He's catching a frisbee. A flat- Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's not a real ball. He's catching a flat ball. It's not a real um, ball. In the three slot, we have Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, in the Capital One commercial, and she's asking, "What's in your wallet?" Uh, <laughs> in the four slot, we have Harrison Butker, uh, just kind of like hands in pocket, like. Ready to ready to kick, ready to kick like a sixty-two yard field goal. Why not? That's my Rushmore. Do we have any honorable mentions? Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah, it's kind of Who it. Else? Yeah, honestly, the rest of the Chiefs are kind of just there. Uh, Fred Fred Warner is pretty important guy is he hurt is he still hurt is he playing no i think I th- he's healthy i believe okay but he's been hurt right no? are you thinking of hufanga hufanga's Maybe. been out i don't know i don't know who i'm thinking of um <clears throat> no he no he's had a good no fred warren's had a good season okay i don't know i don't know why i thought he was hurt but he's good he's really good <laughs> um yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> I I really I really hope the Four ers win. I don't want the Chiefs to win. Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'll, I'll be so sad. Like, if the, the Chiefs win again. Okay, Troy. I my only question for you right now is, what do you think the score is going to be, and what prop bet do Ooh, you think is going to be prop bet. your uh, your winner this year? Go to prop bet. I would love to see a scoregami. Honestly, is kind of the Ooh, prop bet okay. that I'm going with this year. Um, let me keep talking. Um, what, what's what's your what's your go to prop bet? I'm gonna find the odds of of the scoregami real quick. 
honestly, I need to look up what what good prop bets are this year. Because like, I mean, there's always like the common ones of like how long the the national anthem's gonna be, yeah. what's the result of the coin flip, um, if there's gonna be a f- um, first first literally first play touchdown. Um, what's a score, Gami? Ooh, it, good question, ooh. Jen. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. So scoregami is the basically the goal is we want to fill up all of the possible scoring outcomes for each team for all of football. So like we've already had like a zero zero game, but we haven't had a one one game or a two two game or a three three game. Uh, and then you just go down the line. So if we can get a score where the scoregami What's the most realistic scoregami we could get? Well, for example, the Dolphins game this year was a scoregami because they scored a ridiculous amount of points. Yeah. Um, I'm still shocked that the um, the Raiders game wasn't a scoregami either. Yeah. Was, 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 I, like, how was that not a scoregami game? I have no idea. Because they scored what? Uh, how many points? Was it not a scoregami? No, I don't think so. Really? How many points did they score? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, because like the Denver, the Denver uh, September twenty twenty three uh, was a seventy twenty scoregami. Then we had a oh Jesus in nineteen fifty a seventy to twenty seven against the Rams and Colts. So the scoregami on. Uh, uh, was this DraftKings? Um, is currently uh, plus two thousand. So a five dollar bet would get you a hundred and five dollars, which I think is a pretty good. Like I, I, I think I might bet that. I think I might put five dollars on Scorigami. I would put five dollars on a Scorigami. I think like one of the the more the most realistic one that I see on the scoregami chart. Um, I think it would have to be what? Uh, there is a someone could get four to three. That has not been a the score that's yet. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I I think the most realistic one that could happen is like. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, so it can't be like 46 to 0 or 50 to 50 to 0. Um maybe 32 to 11? 32 to 8? Like there's a couple huh. in there there are still a couple of scoregamis that 26 that 32 like I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah, fair. Um, I would love to see a nine nine. Twenty five eighteen. That's never. How's there happened. not been a nine? How's there not been a nine nine game? I don't know, but with the Super Bowl, there has to be a winner. <laughs> like the game can't tie. Yeah, so obviously exactly. It's that, not that's be why I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm looking through all the ones that can't <clears throat> be ties. Thirty two twenty two, thirty two nineteen, thirty two twenty six. Like, I'm I think shocked those there are hasn't all... been a. I'm shocked there hasn't been a game that's 32-32 tied. I'm not shocked. Jen has like no idea what we're talking about now. That's okay. 
I still um, don't understand overs and unders and betting and well, all the, that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> all the betting side. Yeah. Does scoregami does scoregami now make sense? Where we're no, trying I have to... no clue, and it's way too late for me to try to understand it. <laughs> well, I, it's fine. I it's literally fine. sent the link. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> of how it works. I, I was trying I to Google I, it, but it I just think Dan did a. I think Dan time. did a. I, I didn't do a great mediocre job of, job of explaining it. Yeah. Um. Essentially, a scoregami. It's like. Uh, now that I'm trying to explain it, it's hard to explain <laughs> without. I'm not giving. I don't think I can do a good job of explaining it. Yeah. But I think it Dan is, did a mediocre job. It is job. literally <laughs> just doing. It is what uh, trying to do all of the possible score outcomes in a game of football. Yes. That's the that's the whole point of it. Is we want we want to fill the scoregami for all the possible point differences between teams. There's a chart. Um, essentially, there's a chart of. Oh, I'm just gonna literally read the frequently asked score? questions. What is a scoregami? Scoregami oh, is a concept thought up by John Boys. It is the art of building final scores that have never happened before in NFL history. Uh, due to the unique nature of how points are scored in American football, where it is impossible to score one point on its own, as well as its re, uh, rarity of the two-point safety and two-point or eight-eight-point touchdown and two-point conversion, there are a lot of scores that are possible but have never happened. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, so like, there's a lot of scores that could technically happen, but you just don't really see it. Like, example, thirty-two twenty-six. Like, it's kind of tough to get thirty-two points, and twenty-six is kind of also like a weird number. So, yay, scoregami, and that that's that's our TED talk. Um. I think we should probably end the episode. <laughs> nah, we can keep this going forever. Uh, this was supposed to be a shorter episode. Clearly, that was not the case. And it never um, But I greatly enjoyed having you both on. Jen, we, def- we need to do this more. And if, if you want, at least. I'm not going not gonna to force you. <laughs> but it was you know good having you on the Turtle episode. And then fun hearing your knowledge and and uh about the 49ers and good luck to the 49ers this weekend dan of course it's always a pleasure to have you on and uh i love being here and yeah so there's there's really only uh one more question this is the part where you ask me what that question is the question What's in your wallet? <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> well, what's your Rushmore? All right. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yay, we did it. We finished.
Bon voyage. 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 B